Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle. I'm Elaine Swetman. And I'm Charles Kelso. And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week, we are talking about Fab Fest in Charlotte, North Carolina that we all attended. And we are joined by Elaine's husband, Matt Swetman. Welcome, Matt. Hey, hey, monkeys fans. Great to have you on the show. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. So, Matt, tell us about how you got into the Monkees. Well, the Monkees are one of those bands, like the Beatles, we're going to discuss here in a little bit, uh, in that uh, it's it's part of your memory. You don't know when you first heard about them. They've always been there. Mm. Um, Mom enjoyed the TV show, and I watched a lot of that. And there was always those four or five songs that were instantly recognizable. Uh, but I got big into music in high school. And in 86, when they released uh, Now and Then, their sort of greatest hits album, uh, I bought it on vinyl and mm. found out that uh, I liked a lot more of their songs than just the ones I was familiar with. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, and I, I wouldn't say I was a huge fan. I never really bought much of the individual albums. But uh, when I met Elaine, she was already a huge fan. And so she sucked <laughs> me even further into it and, and I've become a lot more familiar with their, their entire catalog since. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds familiar. That sounds like uh, me and Chuck <laughs> with Star Trek. Like I was familiar with it, but Chuck sucked me in and right. now it's Star Trek everything. Well, it's fun when, yeah. when your partner's into something and you can start getting into it together. Mm-hmm. It, that's, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Star exactly. Trek and Doctor Who over here. Yeah. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> well, what, what is your favorite monkey song? Uh, I, I think it's, um, what am I doing hanging around? Okay. Um, that's fine. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a medium sized hit, not one that's instantly familiar, but it certainly isn't a, a deep track by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a good, a good mic track. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So I guess you've probably seen the monkeys before in person, like in concert. Uh, yes, we've, uh, Elaine has taken me, well, this, if you count the, the one we went to, at uh, Fab Fest, uh, we've we've been to three. Uh, yeah. They did a, they did an anniversary concert in oh, let's see, I'm thinking of trying to do the math in my head. That would have been 45th anniversary, so we're thinking about 2011 would have mm. been the anniversary year. Yeah, uh, and saw them at Chastain Park. Uh, okay. That was uh, that was Peter, Mickey, and Davy. Okay, uh, we, nice. we still everybody was still alive. Mike wasn't touring then with them. Yeah, um, a really really good show, really high energy show. Um, and um, now we also saw a Mike Nesmith solo. So I guess you four if we count that one. A Mike Nesmith show, solo show in, a, in like a little five points some years after that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, and then we saw uh, more recently the Mike and Mickey show just last year. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and those are the shows. And then, of course, we just saw um, Mickey uh, yeah. in Fat Fest. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, talking about Fat Fest, I mean, let's get into it. Absolutely. Yeah, we all went to Fab Fest up in Charlotte, yep. and um, yeah, I thought we'd tell some stories and talk about our experiences there. Yeah. Um, now we went up before you guys did. We went up Friday evening. Yep. Um, so we could go to the Fab Four show, and then you guys stayed the evening after we we had to go ahead and leave, and you guys stayed for the Saturday evening stuff. So um, we have some some experiences that we were both there for, and then some yep. that that we weren't. So that'll it'll be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So where did you want to start, Veronica? Uh, let's let's start with Friday with yeah. with the Fab with the Fab Four. Yeah. Um. It was it was a, a it was a ball. Um. I we were Chuck and I were uh second row to the far, uh stage, left, um right on the aisle. 
It yeah. was great. You're a theater person, so it's left to you and right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was trying to picture like picture the picture in my head. Well, yeah. I, I know I saw you standing. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, this the stage directions are based on the actor face in the audience. So it's the actor's left, not mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's the side where Lennon is. Um, <laughs> John Lennon. Yeah, to be correct. Clear. Yeah, John Lennon. <laughs> right. Um, when when the Fab Four perform. Right. Um, but it was it was a great time. Yeah, um, they were they, great. Uh, they played some different songs. Mm. Um, Did they? It seemed like it because uh, from what I recall, a lot of the they, they played a lot of the same songs the last uh, couple of times we've seen them that I can recall. Um, this time it, there were several songs that they definitely did not do at least the last time we saw them. Really? I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. They're all Beatles songs. Yes, obviously. <laughs> um, there was, there's a couple more um, obscure ones okay. in there. So I, I really enjoyed that. They were not necessarily ones that I knew the words to, No. <laughs> but um, I, I really enjoyed hearing them and yeah. having, having that experience. Cause I mean, I've, enjoy whatever the fab four yeah. do but. and we've talked about going to fab four concerts and stuff before and you like to dress up yes like you have your 60s dress it's very colorful you have your go-go boots which i left at home this you time left your boots at home. <laughs> yes you left your go-go boots and you left your mickey poncho yes the time i was actually going to meet mickey dolan's and yeah. be right in front of him and not just a random crazy person in the audience <laughs> I forgot my Mickey poncho. Yep. But first we had to go hunting for replacements for your go-go boots. Yes. Cause I did find. not realize that I had left my go-go boots until we were basically in Charlotte. Right. Yeah. So off to goodwill. We go, go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you didn't find go-go boots, but you found some heels. Yep. Um, but I mean, you, you did your thing. Like we've talked about before, you are the person who gets up and dances. Yes. And it, it turns you into like a little celebrity at <laughs> concerts because <laughs> usually when we're sitting there and we're, oh, you know, for a Beatles show, we're on the younger side of the crowd. Yeah. And so usually there's some older person sitting to my left that is sort of, you like the Beatles? You know these songs? Like, yeah, they're, it's the <laughs> most famous band in the history of the world. I, I know their songs, you know? <laughs> but then you get up and dance and everyone, uh, they like to live vicariously through you getting up and dancing and people yeah. talk to you and get up and cheer for you. And yeah. People recognize you after the show and the next day after the show in some cases. And in this in this case, John Lennon handed me a tambourine near the end of the first half. And I was a part of the Fab Four for like three songs. In your mind, you were. In my mind, I was. Right. I wasn't on the stage. Yeah. But- usually the performers really appreciate when somebody gets up and dances because yeah. a lot of these concerts are at sit down venues. Yeah. And you got everybody sitting there staring at them. Yeah. And sometimes people clap. A lot of times people are on their phones. I imagine they're just looking out and seeing a lot of people. Um, yeah, they like to look out and see someone up up dancing in a yeah. 60s dress, um, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. usually like they'll be- like real Beatles experience. Yeah. Like they'll acknowledge you in some way. They like the the band like enjoys that. But this is the first time that uh, the first time I've ever seen at a concert where and it was Ron McNeil. We, we should be clear playing yes. John Lennon, who we talked to <laughs> in our last episode. But he 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 walked over to the set of the stage and handed you a tambourine to play. Yeah. And so you were playing the tambourine and I was gobsmacked by it. I didn't have my camera ready to get a picture of him giving it to you. But uh, I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that for a, a member of a band to walk over and hand someone in the crowd an instrument to play? Right. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's a tambourine. It doesn't take all. He doesn't. He didn't hand you his guitar or anything. But no, no, no. no but still, don't hand me a guitar. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I was I was struggling with the tambourine because I mean I could I can keep beat and figure out the tap 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 and shake and things, 
but um, trying to do that and dance and sing along, I, that was that was too much. <laughs> right. I was having problems dancing and, and tambourining, and I had a very lovely bruise on my hand the next day because I think I over I over I got overzealous <laughs> and overly excited because I was I was watching um, when Mickey was using the tambourine and his sister Coco then um, at their show the next day, and they were much lighter and didn't do it quite as much. And I and I'm thinking back, I'm like I probably like really smacked my hand really hard with that thing you're excited it's (laughs) your your moment to shine it's like the fab five there for a minute (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was crazy and um so that was near the end of the their first half and i had expected them like at the end of that part to come over and just take the tambourine back they just walked off the stage yeah I still had the tambourine. I was yeah. like, uh, what? And you guys have seen the Fab Four show before. Like the, the second half of the yeah. show tends yeah. to be more acoustic and things like that. So I did warn Frank. It's like, do not play your tambourine. <laughs> no, I was like, no, 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 no. And I had it, I I I had it set on the floor because at every time like a a a, a stagehand came out, I, I I started to reach for it to see if they were gonna come this direction, and they never did. And then they started that weird music thing that they do when they start the second half and they were walking on stage and getting stuff ready. And then Ron came over and I, I, as soon as he started coming over, I knew he, he was coming for. So I went and reached and <laughs> trotted it up. Right. Yeah. But what they don't need is like their, you know, acoustic guitar playing yesterday and you're over there on the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> sure if he did that because he recognized me from the interview or if he recognized me from the other shows or if he was just like you're really cool and you seem excited and you're clapping your hands to the beat (laughs) so maybe you can handle a tambourine (laughs) maybe (laughs) yeah i mean i mean i guess it's possible i I feel like when you're on stage and there's spotlights on you i don't know how well they can make out individual figures that he would hey that's that lady from that zoom <laughs> you know <laughs> but I, I mean who knows yeah. but uh i mean it was a pretty incredible experience and yeah. a lot of fun and then of course after the show people are coming up hey and this one guy kept calling you front row girl yeah the guy we were <laughs> with, he was at fab fest the next day and he called you front row girl yeah the entire the, the entire day yeah yeah uh it so it was fun. fun yeah yeah um well, but so that a, go ahead oh i have a question um you mentioned that they, they only played they don't play Beatles songs, but did they do any solo stuff like Imagine or no, anything did. like that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, they did. I was just yeah. being funny. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did Imagine like he usually does. Um, I'm trying to think if um, I feel like they did a, a, a George. Yeah, thing. I was trying to think of what song George did. A George. Um, you know what I mean? Um, Gavin Crane. Yeah, Gavin. <laughs> um, I'm trying to. Th- I, I can't remember it out. I don't remember the set list exactly, but yeah, they. It was. It, yeah, there were Beatles and then some of their solo songs as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun show. It was a good time. Um, great start to the weekend. There and, was even more monkeys references than in the past. I feel like it's the exact same show we've already seen, but I'm, I'm glad you're having a new experience of it. Well, it's usually they like have the Ringo has the records in it. He the does monkeys that, yeah. records. Yeah. And then there was another part later on that I'm not specifically remembering. It was, it was the video clip where um, Dave Clark was asking the teenagers who's going to last oh. longer, the monkeys or the Beatles. Yeah. And, and then, but yeah. there was, a, and then there was another reference somewhere else that okay. was. New, oh, um, there was a moment where, um, 
Ron played just a little bit of, I want to say, I think it was Clarksville. I think he played a little bit of the Clarksville riff um, oh, when they were okay. talking about the fact that, oh, you know what it was? I know exactly what it was. Because Gavin, and he said the same thing at his, at his show the next day that we went to. Gavin, who plays George Harrison, um, was telling the story about when they were playing with Mickey Dolan's because we're, they're there for Fab Fest and Mickey Dolan's is the guest. Uh, and that he decided that he's going to try to drink Mickey Dolan's under the table. Oh, yes. And <laughs> it was. That's what it was. He failed. He said, you yeah. cannot drink Mickey Dolan's under the table, <laughs> <laughs> which I believe because Mickey Dolan's used to drink with John Lennon and Alice Cooper and Harry Nilsson. Yeah, I was about like, to say Harry Nilsson. He was in them. the Hollywood Vampires. Like they, those guys were probably drinking and then like doing LSD. <laughs> you know, like, Lost weekends. Right. You're the wrong generation to drink him under the table. Yep. But I thought that was a funny story. So that was why what you're thinking of. Yes, I think reference. that's what I was. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it was a good time. It was a good time. And then Saturday, we got to meet you guys. Yeah. 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 In person. In that, sw- in that sweltering heat of North Carolina. It, it was, was hot. so much hotter there than it oh. was. Because we, we right before Fab Fest, we were in Florida at, mm-hmm. at Hollywood Beach. And it was not nearly as hot there. Well, I think it's windier there. Uh, so it's like also when you're out there. on the beach, yeah. there's more of a breeze. And, yeah. and, and so the humidity is lower. Yeah. Because yeah. all that humid yuckiness was sitting oh. right there. Yeah. It, yeah. it was it was rough. I don't know how they, anyone did anything outside. I, I, yeah, there are people. I mean, they had yeah. a stage outside, people performing all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a yeah. cover over the stage. They had a cover over where the people were sitting. Yeah. They didn't have yeah. a cover over the stage. Yeah. And was, the, I thought the whole thing was outside. At first, until right. I was able to see the program, because um, I got an email with the program. We got the physical program when we got there, but there was an email yeah. with a PDF of it. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, good. It's all inside. Because I was imagining this big festival on this right. grassy lawn with all these tents. And yeah, that's stuff. what and I was like, I'm going to be freaking well. miserable. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I was <laughs> well, that, so glad it was inside. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wore my, like, I got a hat to wear to Florida. Because it keeps yeah. the sun off you and it sort of keeps you cool. And I'm, I'm bald on top, so I get burned. Uh, and so, yeah, I wore my Florida hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, you, you get it. Um, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I wore my Florida hat because I, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking it's going to be like an outdoor festival. I'm glad it wasn't because the way Mickey dresses for his shows, that'd be rough. Yeah. You know, yeah. black hat, yeah. black suit performing. He outside. wasn't in as much black this time for his show, though. No, I mean, he yeah. Still, yeah, he still had his jacket and vest and hat. But, um I thought they had a great setup there. It was a nice, like a little yeah. easygoing convention where you have um, a little area in the middle where there's dealers and then there's mm. a little museum of stuff, which Elaine, you found a bunch of monkey stuff in there. I did find monkey stuff. They had the director's chair that said the monkeys on the back. Uh, mm. There's like the famous picture of them all sitting in there, turned around, looking around the back. Um, he had the guy that was sitting there with it. He had two lunch boxes. He had. He had a program. Two he had two programs from the 86 world tour and one of them i had because that was the one my mom took me to awesome. back when i first got and, and he let me he's like you can pick it up and look at it and i'm like oh thank you so much i haven't seen this in like you know almost 40 years, right. <laughs> something years. Right. So i'm like yay oh my god so yeah it was and i i may still have it if i do it's in all my mother's stuff at yeah. her house and maybe she'll find it one day and you know give it back to me otherwise I don't know where it ended up, but you know, <laughs> when you move, things disappear sometimes, but right. yeah. yeah. So, but I, that was, and that, oh, there was something else he had. I think he had like little figurines, not quite bobblehead, but they were. He did. Yeah. They were like bobblehead, but I don't think they bobbled. Okay. They just, of the monkeys? 
of the monkeys. Wow. Yeah, they were down like behind, like in that room, there was a, like a reception desk type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I and remember that area where, he, where they had like the marionette, Beatles marionettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and there was, yeah, yeah. Same table. But there was like a step down desk where he was sitting at and they were sitting down there. Mm-hmm. So you had to like walk over to him and look down to see. Right. In the case, we're, I don't remember if we, have, if we explained this, but we started talking about it. But there was, a, there was an area off to the side, uh, like next to the dealer's area, where there was a little museum that you could walk through. And it's full of old vintage Beatles merchandise. And that's what Veronica and I saw. We, we didn't find the, the secret stash of monkeys things that Elaine found. But we walked around and looked. There's a lot of cool old like vintage Beatles stuff in there. Yeah, it was um, really so, cool. Yeah. There, and, and all the tables said, please do not touch. And there were there were a couple of things I wanted to touch only mm-hmm. because I didn't know what they were. I wanted to, like, pick it up and look at it and figure yeah. out. Yeah. What is what it? Is, what is this supposed to be? Because there's one. I wasn't sure if it was an alarm clock or a piggy bank or <laughs> or some. I wasn't. I knew it had to play music of some sort, but I wasn't. I wanted to figure out how to operate it. I probably could have asked the man, can you tell me what that is? Right? Yeah, I'm sure he would have been happy to. Yeah. 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 I, I liked the, there was a, a little like still an original packaging and it was labeled authentic Beatles wig. And it was like, oh, they, they yeah. sold for kids that where you could buy a Beatles wig to wear, um, which I thought was cute. <laughs> probably if your parents won't let you grow your hair long, yeah, you could, we could wear the wig yeah. instead. I saw, a, I saw a stick of gum. <laughs> gum, just like one stick of gum laying on one of the yeah. tables um and i know i missed stuff because all the tables they were so they were packed they were dense. They, they were probably six tables like folding like long tables full mm-hmm. of everything and then i got distracted by the monkeys and i yeah <laughs> and I, did y'all ever make it into the hallway where they had all that no stuff set up? we missed the hallway completely so um past the dealer's room there was a hallway that had some some stuff like mostly set up on the floor on display and there wasn't a whole lot of stuff down that way but um or, or not not like the, the stuff in this in the on the tables um but there was like stuff all all down the hall um and then back there there was a little like almost amphitheater area with, mm-hmm. where they had stairs and yeah it's like stairs that over like a, there's an upper level and then the stairs go down into the lower level and the lower level they had um it was set up and they're doing Basically, like, I'm not really a talent. Is it a talent show? Like a talent show? So they, they were doing Ringo, which is a Beatles version yeah, of they're, Bingo. They're playing Ringo mm-hmm. instead of Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Where they would, they where you had your Ringo sheets and they would play parts with the song and you had to mark it off and you'd say Ringo when you got them in a row. Yeah. Um, and then there was a talent show that people mm-hmm. could enter. Um, and then there, there was, was someone playing a dulcimer with a Beatles music. Mm-hmm. And then there was mm, another. Yes, we know, we know what we no, we know about him. We'll get to him. Oops. Oh, okay. <laughs> the story there. Oh, yes, yes. I assume some of these people also performed at the show you guys went to. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because we okay. were thinking um, most of the people, because there were a lot of kids in this, so we're thinking a lot yeah. of them were with the um, uh, the the music company. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Music camping. party. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There was an area. There's a room off to the side where they had Beatles rock band set up. Yeah, but you cannot use it while people were performing, which was almost the entirety of the day. <laughs> and the guitar was really weird. You you can't see my hand, but it was like the the guitar neck was extra long, so it was very awkward for me to play. So, <laughs> yeah, that's no, the reason I got it that way. Yeah, and then up, up at the top there was an art gallery 
where they mm-hmm. had uh, various paintings and things that people had done of the Beatles and that sort of thing. And they had an easel set up for people to, to ride on. And one <laughs> of them was, um, what is your favorite song? And people were filling in their favorite Beatles song. And then one of them said, who's your favorite Beatle? <laughs> yeah. What is, and, and you contributed to that, Veronica. I did. My favorite Beatle is Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you're being genuine or if you're just trolling the Beatles fans. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was mainly tr- right. Yeah, it was a little both, <laughs> right. but also be both. mostly trolling the Beatles fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were sitting there watching the guy playing the dulcimer. And I looked out at my phone and my first thing on Facebook was a photo from Elaine from the other auditorium where the circle was playing. And yeah. I was like, we're missing the circle playing. <laughs> so we, we got up and rushed in there. And now you, did you guys catch the circle from the beginning or did you do anything before the circle started playing? Um, well, we got there in time to look around a little bit. And then I was, cause that was the one we were trying to get there in time for to see the circle. Right. I, I, I know I missed some things beforehand, but I'm like, I want to get there in time to see the circle. Yeah. And so we got to see their whole thing two songs <laughs> yeah oh. two songs that was all they did with two songs and oh, they good. talked a lot in between but the stories they told were very interesting and that's really the highlight i think and they, they had like two big hits and they did one before talking and one afterwards right yeah, yeah. we when we walked in they were talking and yeah. then we only yeah. caught one song so i'm glad yeah. we only missed one song yeah um the first yeah. song they did was um turn down day and then the okay. second song with the, the red, river red ball. River ball. yes thank yep. you uh, there's certain phrases that I turned into Elmer Fudd, and I can't say that. One. <laughs> well, it's it's but. it's fun. That, I mean, I say there there's a band from the '60s. It's not really a band from the '60s. It's a member of the band from the '60s, but with some mm-hmm. other guys who are con- sort of continuing the legacy of that band and, and singing yeah. their songs, which you get a lot with bands of that era. Yeah, I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're yeah. to that age, you know. Um, but I, I thought that they sounded good. You know, uh, yeah, I, did. they didn't bring their whole band that they're currently performing with. It was just a few of them. Yeah, um, there's, um, there's six total and right. there's just three of them there. Right. So. Uh, but I, I thought it was pretty good. What did you guys think? I liked them. Um, and they performed again um, at the Tosco music party. So we got to see them do another song. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I enjoyed the Q&A a lot, too. They're. they're um, the story about how people tell them what red rubber ball means to them mm. for yeah. different purposes. There was one that he mentioned that now makes me um, that song a, a little different in my head now. Mm. Um, I don't know. Did you hear that? That answer? I think so. Yeah. 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 The person lost their virginity to that song. And I'm kind of like, hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just kind of like, oh, okay. And then when they played it, I was kind of like going, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, so, it, you know, it was, and it was good to hear their stories on how they were connected to the Beatles. Yeah. And how they were the only American band managed by Brian Epstein. They, they were his only American band. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. I like Red River Ball. I think it's a good song. Yeah. I, well, I didn't know it was them that sang that. I heard that song. it was one of those it was like, oh, wait a minute, I know that song. I knew yeah. they did Turn Down Day. Yeah. So because I'd heard it on Monkey Mania Radio, and so I knew that one, but the other one. I'm, okay. Yeah. You know. And then we went out and ate lunch. They only have the one food truck there for the whole event, and so <laughs> they're like by one o'clock they're already running out of things. Yeah. And it was already yeah. like yeah. we don't have that. We don't have that. <laughs> like yeah. okay. Yeah. We like, don't have any more cold. 
soda. It won't stay cold <laughs> long enough. Yeah. Oh, and there was also um, a, one of the things we went to before we met up with you guys. There's uh, there were video rooms where they were showing. Oh, yes. Um, videos of concerts. Um, and we had poked kind of like glanced into them. They were very small media rooms well, with like small couches in them. Yeah. The, the videos they were playing were from Beatles TV appearances from the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we went into one where there was only one other person in there, so we were like, okay, we're not going to go in with a crowd of like six other people and already in there. Yeah, they weren't. The rooms weren't that big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was really interesting. They were in a Norway. That was closer. That was closer because last time you said Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. To be fair. That's because I remember the list of the different places because there was like three video rooms. Right. Yes. And one of them was Australia. And I was like, oh, that's the most logical one. Yeah. No, it was from there in the Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah. And then when it was TV appearance, because they, for one, they have the Beatles, the first part of the TV appearance in a separate room, sort of drinking and audience members you know, with microphones are asking questions and then the translator is telling them the question, then they answer it. And then they relay the answer back to the kids in the other room, or I guess they could hear it over a speaker, but, um, and then the second half, they come out and they sing their songs. Oh my gosh. And, and what happened? The, the sort end? of the standard, um, like for a sixties TV appearance that they're, they're playing the tracks yeah. because you couldn't, the, the technology didn't exist then to, to play live and record it. And it sounded any good, you know, yeah, back, right. back then it was the, the, the setups weren't that good. So though you know, they played a tracks and sometimes you'd they, the band would just lip sync to the track. And sometimes they would have like the, the music on a track and then the band would sing live and various combinations of that in the sixties, but they were playing the tracks and like each song they're like the first song, it was just them singing. And then a couple of kids got up and started dancing. And then the next song, a couple more kids got up, started dancing. And by the last song, it just turned into mayhem. And like, there was literally people that had rushed them. Yeah. Like they were completely surrounded by people. Yeah. And getting pushed completely. around and people are dancing. And like it just the, the situation in this TV studio. I don't know where security was or if there was security, but eventually they had to like run off, which they're still singing and playing on the speakers <laughs> because it's a track playing as the Beatles are running for their lives from this from this mob of teenagers. Who didn't really care. I don't think they really cared. It was the Beatles. They just wanted to be on TV. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. That's what it seemed like more than anything else. Yeah. And it was mostly guys that were rushing them. <laughs> oh, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was I was picturing a scene like back in their uh, Germany days when they for, first, before they hit it big and they had those uh, small venues. I, I pictured a scene like that maybe uh, at that time. Yeah, no, this was like in a Norwegian TV studio. It's like a kind of like Ed Sullivan, but uh, smaller in whatever city in Norway they were in. I forget now. Yeah, but it um, had like the bleachers and then their yeah. section, and right there wasn't like a stage. Well, they had a little side. platform that uh, this is it. it they felt they recorded this when Ringo was out sick for like eight weeks or something. And Jimmy Nichols was playing the drums for the Beatles. And so they asked him a couple of questions about what's it like, you know, to be a Beatle. And, but anyways, they had him up on a little stage with the drums and like one of the teenage girls even made it up to where he was like climbed up on the, the platform where he was oh up there playing goodness. the drums. And this wasn't a short platform either. This yeah. was a good, like three feet up. Yeah. If you've not seen this clip, I think it's publicly available. If you search yeah. for it and just search for like Beatles, like Netherlands, and you should be able to find it. It's pretty, it's pretty entertaining from yeah. start to finish. I, we were riveted by it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to find that. Cause yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. Right. It was interesting. Cause it's not one of the normal ones you, you see a lot of like yeah. you see the right. Ed Sullivan ones and yeah. you see the rooftop one. Right. Um, but this was not one you would normally 
find. So yeah. it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, okay, so what, what did we do after we ate? I think we pretty much went Lined to the, to Gavin's concert. Oh, Gavin. That's yes, right. Yes, Gavin yeah. was yes. Yes. Yeah. And this is uh, right. yeah, he was George Harry's son. Right. And now you said his name is Gavin Pring. Is that Pring, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. And yeah, he he plays uh George Harrison in the in the the Fab Four. Uh he's from originally he's from um Liverpool. Liverpool. Yep. And yeah, he does his little like solo show as like you said, George Harry's son, and he's like a tribute to George Harrison, which uh, I yeah. really enjoyed. I thought it was really great. Yeah, he yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, it, was it was nice to hear some of George's solo stuff and, and then stuff from um what that album, the one got my mind set on you. Like to hear like more recent mm. George stuff, you know. And, you yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, I thought he was great. I really, I really enjoyed his show. Uh, his mustache started, started coming off at one point. And he made some jokes about that. He was <laughs> losing his mustache. He's real good with interacting with the crowd. Yeah, I thought mm. he must be accustomed yeah. to sort of more intimate settings like that, where it's yeah. him and yeah. not as not as big a crowd as you get for a the Fab Four concert. But uh, I thought he did a really great job of sort of interacting with the crowd and and making jokes and trying to get people a little livened up a little bit. And right yeah. at the end, because I had positioned us. Or I could dart out because Mickey was next. Um, even though it was like two hours until his show, I knew I needed to line up immediately and dash right out of there because yeah. I checked and they were going to clear the room between the shows. Mm-hmm. So I did not try and get a good seat for Gavin's show. I sat mm-hmm. in the back so I could enjoy myself on the edge. So I was ready to go. But that meant I was up at the end and he was playing a dancing song at the end. So I was up dancing for his last two songs and he was pointing at me and being like, hey, we got a dancer here. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, good. Yeah. What was shocking, uh, he also played in the uh, nighttime concert, okay. but he did not have the George Harrison makeup. He had oh. his regular gray hair. He, he no was Gavin Pring. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you you darted out of the concert because um, <laughs> you, you, you already had worked out a plan. Yes. Uh, based on the rules of the room, what they were going to do so that you could be first in line. Yep to get into the Mickey show. Yep. But you were not first in line. No. So there was another guy that had, like, he was like walking out of where the line was to go look at something. Um, Cause he was the only person standing there. Yeah. He was the only person standing there. Um, Cause I don't think anyone else bothered to ask. They just assumed. Um, they assumed they that, didn't clear it between any of the other shows. Right. They assumed they weren't going to clear the rooms. So they're going to get a good seat for Gavin's show and then just keep their good seat for Mickey's show. Is yeah. What they're thinking. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I know how conventions work and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was ready. Yep. <laughs> like I, I, I am ashamed to say I got up at least once during Gavin's show to go check and make sure there wasn't a line forming already, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was just right outside the venue. So it was just like a pop out. Look at, and, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it turns out he was in line. Um, or he had been in line and he was like, oh no, okay, I'll get behind you. I was like, no, 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 you were standing here when I came up. It's fine. Go ahead. And it was, it was him and his wife and his kid eventually. Um, <laughs> and some ladies that were in there, um, just stood in front of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This there is was when like the line was already forming and yeah, these ladies just, they, they, they had tried to just stay in there and then they, they made him leave because they're clearing the room. So they left their stuff at their seats and they were just going to walk out the door and wait till they opened it, walk back in. Never to mind the fact there's a line of people, right? Yeah. So yeah. Right. yeah, I eventually went up and talked to them. I was like, "Hey guys, you know the lines back here? Like, yeah, oh no, we were in there before, and all of our stuff's in there already at our seats." And they told them we could save those seats. 
I was like, okay. <laughs> that which is good. Works. And I walked works. away and reported them. Of course, nothing happened because people don't care that there's rule breakers. <laughs> um, I um, let it go to the point where I didn't say anything beyond when I came back. I said, well, I guess some people are just going to be rule breakers <laughs> very loudly. When this I is mature for Veronica because we've gotten in many <laughs> conflicts at conventions over lines before. And I, I, oh, wow. She, she, she does not like to be wrong, but I mean, it, ultimately we were like the, the sixth people instead of the, because that, that the man in front of you had his wife and daughter with him as well. Yeah. So instead of the, the fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh people, we were two more people back. So we're all going to get good seats. Yeah. You know, like we're, yeah. we're, 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 it's fine. So and then they um, were doing, when they went, when we went in there, they were doing the thing of move all the way over, move all the way over. Like right. they do at conventions where you're the first one and they make you move all the way to the edge where you can't see anyone. And, but you were the first in line and you want to be sitting there right at the center in front of these people and not these people that came in 30 minutes after you. Right. Right. Yeah. But it but worked out though, worked because out. you like to be on the end anyway. Yes. And we wound up all the way against the wall. So you could get up and dance and yep. you weren't blocking anybody. Yep. So it worked out. We had great it, seats. It, it was, it was worked out quite well. We we're yes. on the, the, yeah. the second row, the first row behind the, the folks who were there with the disability um, services. The ADA. Yeah, oh, the oh, ADA oh. And to tell a story, a story about those ladies. So they, they still have their stuff in there and they were clearing the room. So they brought their stuff out and talked to them. And they were like, is this, excuse me, does anyone own these things? And they were like, oh yeah, they they had told us that we could leave our things here and save our seats. They're like, no, no, that's not how this works. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) I did not then go up and tell them that, hey, they cut in line. We were actually here first and they decided (laughs) to stand here. I decided to remain polite and smug. uh, I'm proud of you. That's gross. They were already <laughs> being talked down to, and I was very pleased with that. Yeah. It all worked <laughs> out. We all got to see Mickey. Yeah. It was all good karma. Right. Yep. So let's get on to the part where we saw Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me what you guys think. You guys, how did you like the show? Oh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was great. Did a great job. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah. He, he's such a great showman. Yes. And I mean, just still puts on a great show. And at his band, which is the band that, I think almost every time we've seen him, yeah. he's been with yeah. that band. Yeah, I think they've been with him for like twelve years. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. We had yeah, went to or see a... twenty twelve or something like right. that. Yeah, we went to see one of his solo shows at the winery, um, probably like 2017, 2018 ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Coco was there. I don't remember who else from the band was there. Yeah, but I was because I was mostly mostly focused on Mickey and Coco. I'd right, right. Yeah. And, when, and the band members have changed a little bit. Um, yeah since then but uh, they're they're a great tight band i mean they do yeah. a great job um I one mean, of I, them makes himself sound like davy um during some of the songs <laughs> yeah i finally figured yeah, out who it is it's alec jules yeah who plays the keyboard and he does have a high voice and yeah you just have to put that little um twist to it yeah. and sound yeah. like davy and, and, and you just it, it doesn't have to be a whole big thing it's just like oh i can hear davy singing in the back of i'm a believer or whatever it right. is yeah yeah right. you can pretend no. Yes. What I really enjoyed is because you guys probably saw some of the pictures and footage that was playing behind him when you saw him in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of that stuff I have not seen. And so I would sort of forget that Mickey was performing because I was just like staring at the screen behind him and seeing these pictures. That's the problem I, I had, had when we seen. saw him in Nashville. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And like there were some of Pete where I was just like, oh my gosh, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, just 
Yeah. This sweet little innocent Pete. I feel just kind of like, you know, it, it, and then some, there were different footage and I would just, wow. Oh, yeah. So I, I forgot Mickey, not, not that I forgot he was performing. I just got transported somewhere else. A yeah. Few times right. I the back of that. I was kind of like, oh, wait, no, I'm supposed to be here for him singing, <laughs> not what's going on behind him. I would love for them to release that somewhere. Yeah, I really hope they release the full thing because there was a lot that they had in the that show that was mm-hmm. not in that right. one. Because, I mean, for one, it was a lot shorter. Yeah. Um, right, right. But, yeah, this show was about an hour. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I think it was t- probably two hours for um yeah. when we when we saw Mickey Dolan celebrates the monkeys. Um, so there was a lot of extra footage in that. But I mean, that's one of the things that we talked about after that show was whether he would still keep doing things like that at his shows now that he's not going out as the monkeys anymore or with the monkeys mm-hmm. branding. But he did, he still had the, the it, monkeys yeah, footage behind him and yeah. all that. Now it's Mickey Dolan's the voice of the monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, well, then what he did to change it up was he did a few Beatles songs. Yes. We were at a Beatles convention. So, you yeah. know, he had to sing some Beatles. So that was fun to hear him. It really was. I caught a couple of yeah. partial cell phone videos and his cell phone quality. So if anyone who's not a member of our Facebook group monkeying around, go go check that out. Because we posted a lot. We posted a lot of photos and videos and things from our time at FabFest and um I've got some video clips on there from some of those songs, uh, which is a lot of fun. To hear, I mean, it's it's just fun to hear him singing different songs for one, because you yeah. see him hear him. Of course, he's going to sing the monkeys' hits yep. at a, oh, whatever yeah. you should <laughs> go to. But it's nice when he yeah. when he changes it up, and that was a nice surprise that he did some Beatles songs too. Yeah, yes. Oh, and I also love that he did No Time. I was not expecting him to do No Time, and then when all of a sudden he did it, I was like, Oh, yeah, yes. I love that version of No Time. Yeah. That's a good song. It just yeah. and it really shows how his voice is still, yeah, mm-hmm. his voice. I mean, it's yeah. not gone anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it, it amazes I, me. Yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. As, as because his voice has always been very shouty, very scream. You know, he screams a lot, but yet it still has held up over all these years. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he can still get up high. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, he's he, and he's just still a great performer and. Um, and there's a lot of guys in his age range who aren't, and that's understandable. You know, I don't hold anything against anybody, but um, yeah, it's it's a treat that Mickey's still able to do that and still willing and still yeah. on the road. And I mean, he, I'm sure he does more shows than a lot of guys half his age do. Yeah. Well, I know I, I was thinking when they were doing the little interview portion before he started singing, I was worried about him because he had the frog in his throat and he kept mm-hmm. coughing. And I'm like going, no, stop. I was a little worried about that, too. Yeah. I was like, You're no. supposed to sing for us in like five minutes, man. I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. I liked his Q&A, too. The guy, Daniel, um, who mm-hmm. he connected to the circle. 
Okay. Um, like their photographer and stuff, but I think right. he's done photography for Mickey yeah. before okay. too. And so he he was good as the Q and A moderator, yeah. panel person kind of guy. So yeah, yeah, I thought that was yeah. kind of nice to have him just out for a few minutes, just talking and you know before the show starts. You know, right? Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other highlights for anybody? Mickey pointed um, at me while I was dancing at least twice. That's true. Yes, he did. Now I've forgotten what song it was that he was singing. Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember either, but no. it was, uh, no, it was no. but it was, uh, but that, it that's was probably no time was probably at least one of them. It was. Well, maybe because yeah, everybody no was standing up because yeah. I know everybody, I think it was when. Yeah, it was. One of them was when everyone was standing up and one of them when it was when it was mainly me. I feel yeah. like. I feel like no time was when everyone was standing up because that was near the end. Yeah, I want to look because I remember thinking at the time because it was singing um, about about a woman while he was pointing at you, and I thought that was funny. Um, well, I'm 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 looking I'm at looking, our our Facebook group because you have the set list on here. Yeah, I, I was looking, I'm looking at my phone to see if right. I can find it. Well, that, well, that Veronica picture, got real. Yeah, Veronica got real animated during uh, Stepping Stone, and I was—I can't yes. remember. It was yes, Stepping it Stone. Was Stepping. Yeah. I think it was yeah. Stepping Stone because it, it was the yeah. part where he's talking about uh, you didn't have no shoes, and he was like funny. <laughs> oh, that's I, thought, funny. I thought it was funny when he was pointing yeah. at you. Singing. Because isn't that and the Stepping song? Stone is like one of your big songs that you love, Monkeys? Yeah, yeah. I, me I, too. That's, yeah. that's the song that in in the video music video thing that they made. He was wearing the poncho, wasn't it? I don't remember if he's wearing the poncho for Stepping Stone or not. He, I know he was for like um, Randy Skousket. Because I remember he does he. Oh, maybe the, I'm thinking of Randy Skousket. Yeah, then. I think so. But that's but, the when he goes do 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 do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what <laughs> that I'm was a fun detour. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was a lot of fun that he was is singing and and pointing at you and. I know when we were, when when he sang happy birthday to his sister on your birthday. Yes. <laughs> you know, so now now you had Mickey's actually actually singing to you. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the band members were staying in our hotel. Oh, oh really? wow. Yes, yeah. uh, the Holiday Inn in downtown Charlotte. Um, wow. That's yeah. awesome. The and keyboardist some... and the bassist. We, we, okay. when yeah, we walked John in the Billings. hotel, they, they were checking in. They, had, they were just finishing checking in when we walked in. And I was like, going, look, look. Yeah. I know them. Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's John Billings and Alex Jewell over there. Yeah. Did you speak to them? No, because they like um they look like they were trying to be a little more incognito. Like they would they look tired, like they were just ready to go back right. up to their room and you didn't scream and chase them. It. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, well somebody we were talking to at the hotel said he thought he saw Mickey at the hotel. Oh, like really? the next morning well, when we were going I mean, to check out. I mean that's plausible if the band the band yeah. stay in there. And they yeah. and they and he, Mickey wouldn't have checked himself in, they would have checked Mickey in for him. Yeah. Right. And I don't know that he would have been there when we got there because he was probably still at Fab Fest signing yeah. autographs. Yeah. Because that was a long line of people waiting oh, yeah. for autographs. So, yeah. which I had a plan for to rush out, even though I was second row. <laughs> I was on the end. There was like a little stage thing. So I literally. It was the stage. Up. It's like a stage that the photographer walks around. Yeah. On. Yeah. yeah. So, so Veronica I, scrambled up it. 
and then like made me pass over things. And then so and I was like, Chuck, give me the box. Give yeah, me the box. Give me the box. You had a because when we were in Florida the week before, we went to the record store. The same record store we went to last time we were in Hollywood. We talked about in the podcast where we bought that monkey's puppet, but they right. also had a monkey mobile there. Uh, a real nice one, like on a base. And so this time when we were there, Veronica bought that monkey mobile. We got it all the way home on the plane and everything. Uh, a little crack in the in, in the in the top, which sucks. But anyway, so you scr- you like scramble up onto the platform where the photographers walk around, and then I made me pass you your stuff, and then you took off. So then I'm waiting in line, and we're like the front row and like the very front corner. So we're like the last people in line. <laughs> and I remember, um, <laughs> you guys turned around, we're like, "Where'd Veronica go?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, she went up the wall like Spider-Man. She's gone. <laughs> I still was not first in line, no? which is not terribly surprising. But, uh, there was only like five, four or five people in front of me. So yeah, it wasn't and once bad. Mickey got you, out you there, he job. went pretty fast because they were, yeah. they were, they told us, hey, he doesn't have a lot of time. Let's get through this quickly. Uh, he's not going to pose for photos, but you can take a photo while you're standing there. He can sign something. You can buy these photos of, of him for, for him to sign. Um, so, um, I had him sign the monkey mobile, mm-hmm. um, and we also had, um, the Dolan Sings Nesmith, the EP, re- the EP, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ch- it was not two things that I, I had signed. Yeah. I had one thing signed and Chuck had one thing. Signed. Right. That, that's yeah. the rules. That's, yep. that's, that's, that's perfectly fair. That follows the rules. And instead of like, I, I, I didn't trust myself to be able to get a photo of you that looked good. So I just f- videoed the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, I could turned just out to be really good because yeah. I had to scroll through there for a point where I had to look <laughs> completely yeah. ridiculous. Then I've got 24 <laughs> frames per second that surely there'll be good looking on there. So you, when you spun around and smile real quick and then spun back, I would have gotten the back of your head, like yep. blurred. Yep. Um, but yeah, you got to, to meet Mickey. Did you have any words with him? Uh, um, um, I, so I was all excited and I really wanted to tell him about how I got into it with good times and how I've been to so many concerts and how I had made my own Mickey poncho and how I had like, two other tablecloths, almost exactly the same. But all I, but all I could get out was I'm so excited. You're here. That is how it happens. That yes. could have been worse. <laughs> I mean, I felt I, I did the same thing to Alan Tudyk when he was at Dragon Con. I, I didn't know Firefly, but I knew him from a nice tale and um, he didn't have anyone in line. And I, my friends were over talking with Mal and I went up to him and said, A Nice Tale is my favorite movie, and you were my favorite character in it. And okay, bye. And then I covered my face <laughs> and walked away. Yeah. And he hasn't been back to Dragon Con since. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was, and it was nice of him just to come out and, like, I mean, usually the celebrity interviews, like if you're at a trade show or at a convention, they're expensive. Yeah. So the right. fact that they're just like you carry an item up and get it signed for free. Yeah. And have a photo made, not with Mickey necessarily, but next to Mickey, which I'll I'll take that yeah. for a free yeah. photo because those fo- those photo ops and, and autographs aren't cheap. Yeah. I mean, a professional Ooh. photo op is usually um, 60 to 100 dollars, kind of depending on how they're. Yeah, it depends on it. the on the artist, but yeah. those meet and greets are like 300 bucks to attend. Well, um, I, oh yeah, the I, meet and greets. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to pay for my picture with Mickey when he was at Dragon Con, but it was yeah, not. It was, it was not an exorbitant price because it was taken at his table. Right. It's usually like ten to right. twenty bucks or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he and it, they put it in a little like card and he signed the okay, card. Okay, so they actually was, had like an actual photo to give you. 
Yeah, it wasn't well, you taking it with your camera. That's no, yeah, huge. you said you you, you 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 know he put his arm around you, Polaroid click, and while it's developing, he signs the little card that the Polaroid goes in, and that That's and it probably was about twenty bucks. Adorable. It was not a lot. That was fully know. worth it. Yeah, I know so, a yeah. Dragon Con at least a lot of the um, guests. Yes, <laughs> I can't think of yeah. there's a there's another word for their level of guest. Um, yes. A lot of them have like $10 for a photo with them or something. Um, I told a couple, you guys, couple of them. He was like, right when you walked in the, in the, in the, um, that hall, he, him, him and Robert Llewellyn from Red Dwarf were the first two tables, like looking out the and door. And I'm sure we saw him because Chuck would have said something about Robert Llewellyn from Red Dwarf. So yeah. I'm sure we saw Mickey. Uh, we just, we what were not in this? the monkey realm now, at that point. See, it was before 2009 because oh i wouldn't have been there it, it was, oh yeah i would have been working registration yeah i wasn't there <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was like 2007 maybe i think well, 2011 was my first dragon con yeah 2011 yeah. was chuck's first dragon con yeah. more likely oh wait because i think 07 was the first okay. dragon con we went to that was right after we got married and uh so, oh, it had to have been after 07. So, and I remember talking to someone at, uh, it was called TimeGate at the time, about looking forward to seeing Mickey Dolan's at Dragon Con. So, it mm-hmm. had to have been like 08, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah, and I don't think Carter was born yet. I think it was before him. I don't know. Well, I want to tell my Mickey story, too. Okay. Um, yes. I, I got to back up a little bit because I like yeah. we mentioned a couple of times we'd gone to Florida before we went to FabFest, right? The, like that with that week, we flew home from Florida on Thursday and then Friday we drove up from FabFest. But before Florida, I, I didn't have any good hats to wear. And so I was trying to find like a good like fedora style straw hat and I um, I couldn't find them. I, we went to like four different places. And I was getting frustrated because like nobody just sells these things anymore. They're either too small for my head or just don't have them at all. Yeah. Because I guess- Chuck's, Chuck's head size is larger than the average well, medium large I have hat. a large brain. Yes. But- I'm pointing, I'm pointing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but finally we found and I found two that were very affordable and they fit well and I could they're comfortable and they look nice. I could wear them to Florida, right? So then like I said, I, I thought that FabFest was going to be outdoors. So I wore one of my Florida hats. And so I'm wearing my new like sort of straw fedora. And um, so I go up to meet Mickey and I was like, you know, thank you. And he's signing it for me. And he said, nice hat. <laughs> Which, uh, and he's a connoisseur of hats i mean he he's famous yeah. for his hats so Someone earlier in the day it's even said that's a very mickey-esque hat yeah like so, I, I was very pleased that that, yeah. that mickey dolan's complimented my hat yeah that was more exciting than getting it signed or getting well, the, the i like that too, oh, that but... would have been cool to get your hat signed <laughs> yeah i know but i was afraid it would get sweaty or have to wash well, it at some point, yeah something. that's what his daughter had said yeah. as well like, yeah did you get the hat signed it's like no no <laughs> but uh, i'll take a, a compliment on my hat from mickey dolan's yeah and then yeah. if anyone makes fun of my hat i don't care because mickey dolan's likes it <laughs> <laughs> and that he's the only one that matters right yeah. well, you know you, you tripped the, the florida it, ha- it was very retro themed, uh, the, the place yeah. you were staying. Mm-hmm. So the hat really worked with the whole vibe y'all guys were sitting yeah. there. Yeah, we went to Hollywood, Florida, and we they have these sort of uh, 60s. It's like 60s. I, I say Hollywood, Florida is like Florida from an old movie because yeah. they have very 60s yeah. style architecture and hotels. And um, that's the kind of thing I like anyway. <laughs> I'm always going to old <laughs> diners and, and things like that. But um, yeah, I, I, I had a great time. And then so after that, we broke off from you guys and you guys went mm-hmm. to your hotel and then we went. The first diner we tried to go to was closed. We had to go to, but we found a second one that was yeah. really, really great. But you guys stayed for the uh, for the music show. Yes. 
Yes. Um, it was a Tosco music party. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this is a semi-annual thing, the, the Tosco music party. They right. just have different themes. Yeah. And because, and they had started out doing a Beatles themed music party and then eventually built FabFest around that. Okay. Um, Cause they were like, Oh, well, why don't we just do Beatles for a whole weekend? And so it kind of, that's how FabFest kind of grew out of the music party and so um there were i don't know 12 different acts matt's got the program he <laughs> uh, more than that oh yeah. it was more than that um yeah. and then and, and then after like five or six songs there would be a sing-along where everybody stood up house lights came on and the, and the words are in the program and you sang as loudly as you cared to to whatever the song was listed in the program um but it was all Mostly local talent. Okay. That were performing. Some of them were in the talent show earlier in the day. Um, the first group that performed, I think, was the winner of that talent show, and it was the AV trio. Okay. And um, oh, was that was, the, like the young teenage boys? Yeah. Yeah. There was like a twelve-year-old that played the drums. The sixteen or seventeen-year-old played the guitar, and then their dad, their dad sang with them that night. He did not sing with them during the talent show because yeah. it was more for kids. But dad sang with them that night um okay. but they started out the show and they were good oh, i don't good. remember what song they sang what song did they sing um they, i know this <laughs> <laughs> uh they uh, i got i got i'm cheating but anyway they um uh, they, they said saying don't let me down and they yeah. did the last verse in spanish yes oh, wow it was yeah. it was really good and that kid on the drums he was 12 years old he was so cute <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think he played the drum during the talent show. I think he was playing something else. Okay. Um, I think the, Mr. Tosco said, because mm-hmm. John Tosco, he would come introduce each act before yeah. they came on. Um, and then the dulcimer guy, um, I don't remember his name. Okay. Matt yes. looking in the uh, program. Ooh, I'm looking. Was it Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds he did? Yes. yes. It's now Sam Edelstein. Sam Edelston. Edelston. Okay. Yeah. Also, no. Edelston. Yes. He drove down from Connecticut. Okay. Just to perform, um, he wanted to spread dulcimer love around the world across the universe. Okay. Awesome. And he played Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and it was very trippy. It was cool <laughs> and odd, but it was very trippy. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, and it was like an electric dulcimer. I've played dulcimers like at Girl Scout camp, but they were all acoustic, and they were like big, yeah. pretty on it. This one it had a stand and it was electric and he had pedals and was like playing it like wow. an electric guitar at wow. some point. It was, it, was, it was interesting to watch. Well, did he it, succeed in spreading his dulcimer love to you? <laughs> I don't know when it well, because he and he didn't sing. It was all mm. it was an instrumental version. I kept waiting yeah. for him to sing and I was like, oh wait, no, he's not going to sing. Okay, so I was singing along in my head. <laughs> the, the guys sitting next to us weren't impressed, but uh, no. No, they no. they were kind of they were kind of running a, a commentary, but they uh, that was on his side. My side was oh, during the oh, show. They 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 had, they had been partying a little bit before the show. Oh, I see. And let me preface it a little bit: as I think they were regulars to the music party. I didn't see them at the Fab Fest, so I think okay. they were regulars amongst the the music party scene. And this, oh, I see. 
and this and this facility, it was about twice as many people that I ever saw at any one time at FabFed. There was a lot of people at the show that weren't at Yeah, FabFed. there was a lot of people at the um, mm-hmm. Fab Four concert that were definitely okay. not there. They, they were at the same place, weren't they? The night theater? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you were off site from where FabFest was. It's like a little right. separate thing that's just. And, and yeah. I got a front row seat. And we were almost front row center to the stage. So, awesome. we had awesome view of. Yeah everything and i understood what mr tosco was saying because i could read his lips i was that close awesome (laughs) (laughs) well how was gavin pring how was his his uh you said his show there or the what he did there was different than what he did at uh fat fest as yes or terry's son yeah no he was as gavin uh gavin pring himself and uh he had gray hair Okay. Uh, he had no facial hair. Okay. <laughs> he had, so I didn't. I, it took me a minute to realize. Oh, that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and he did. Here comes the sun. Oh. And it was really good. Yeah. Really, really awesome. Good. Yeah. He would be a good yeah. person to talk to on the show sometime. Yeah. He would. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed his show. Um, and he, I think he, he does a great tribute to John Harrison. Yeah. He, he yeah. did. Well, he he made a couple of the same jokes. Um, George. Especially George. Yeah, what did I said, say? No, you said John. John, John Harrison. <laughs> John Harrison. Yes. Yeah, John Harrison was uh, a Star Trek thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes oh, back to Star Trek. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, then that, that, that kind of leads into, I kind of thought he reminded me a little bit of Tig Notaro with the way his hair oh. was styled. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it because it, it styled a little bit. Like it's really short. That's a compliment. Way. She has trendy <laughs> hair. Well, he yeah, usually got he's usually got the wig over it, so it had yeah. to be kind of short. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I was gonna say something. It disappeared out of my head. <laughs> well, oh. Were there yeah. Star Trek hair? No, <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, were there any other highlights of the show that that leapt out to you? Oh, a, a he, bunch. He, Matt has a couple. Okay. There was a few. Well, what I liked about it was you kind of had these local acts doing very different takes on Beatles songs. And then yeah. interspersed all the um, tribute bands that had played at Fab Fest also did a song. Okay. Um, the, the second ones that came out were these two twin girls, high school seniors. They did an acoustic. They both played guitar, did acoustic version of Help. Oh. Like um, real slowed down. Like imagine like um, yesterday, like mm-hmm. that kind of slow, but it, it was Help. Yeah, it was really pretty. It was really pretty. Wow. I don't know if I could stand that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't dance to this. Yeah, one. she likes the upbeat songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there was this. Oh, um, the name of them. I'm looking for them in here. Is uh, Va- Vanova? Okay. Uh, it oh was, yeah, Vanova. Oh yeah, the this lady dressed beautifully, Latin with like a a flower in her hair, all tight, you know, pulled back, wearing this beautiful dress. And uh, her partner was had was playing acoustic guitar. It was a seven string. They called it a Russian gypsy guitar. Okay. And the wow. seventh string gave it a very flamingo kind of sound. Uh, and they had one of the house band members was also playing the bongos. And they did. Um, let me look here. They did till there was you. Oh, okay. And it was again very very lovely. They had a a choir came out and did let it be. Oh, really? really nice. Yeah. 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 That would have been yeah. pretty. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a great show. It, it, it really was. was. It yeah. was. Um, and the, I know the two of the, the black ties who performed at Fab Fest, they did a song. Okay. Um, and then the circle I, did a song. Okay. What, what did the black ties do? Black ties did. I feel fine. 
Okay. And, and the circle did eight days a week. Yes. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Mary Up and Temple. Then, you would have liked eight yeah. days a week. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my favorite Beatles song. Because yeah. for, for two reasons. One, it's the one that I learned to play expert on in on Beatles Rock Band. And for another, it has the number eight in it, which is my favorite number. Well, that works. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very scientific. Yeah. And and for the last sing along, um, they had they brought all the artists up on stage who had performed. And you know, they had like about six to eight people who sort of who, who sort of guided the sing-along, so they came up as well. And everybody, and it was a very energetic, very involved audience. We all did Hey Jude. Yeah. Nice. Oh, oh and, nice. and all the volunteers, anybody who had been working out in the front and ushering, yeah. they were anybody who had been staffed, they were all all everybody was on the stage singing Hey Jude with everybody. Yeah. So it was like this big community. Nah, nah, nah. Like almost like yeah, like yeah. a kumbaya moment, but right. with, yeah. <laughs> with Hey Jude. So it was it was well worth going to that. It, we were really surprised because we weren't quite sure. Yeah. yeah, we weren't either, and we had to sort of pick and choose because we were just coming off a Florida trip, and it was like, well, that's one more night in a hotel, right. you know. Yeah. Whereas if we we could make the drive back after Mickey and just get home at like one in the morning. Um, right. instead of staying so that's what we did but yeah that sounds like a great show if we yeah. get a fab fest again i may have to check that out yeah um so i mean what uh, overall opinions what did you guys think of fab fest uh, how would you rate it would you go again oh yeah okay. yeah oh, i go again yeah. yeah yeah five yeah and now that we know what's involved and how it operates i'm a little yeah. more prepared <laughs> yes. even if, even if mickey wasn't there you'd go again he might come back though he might i don't he might. know he might i mean because okay. I know he's doing other Beatle yeah. festy things he's performing there. So okay. I don't know if it's possible. Okay. I, I, I feel like I would have to have the Fab Four or Mickey. Okay. To to warrant the yeah, or or an act that you like. Like if Peter yeah. Noon was there, I'd yeah. be happy to go and see Peter Noon. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Like that, if there was a guest of that caliber, I guess that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um yeah. okay. All right, so that's about it for Fab Fest and um, for us this week. All right, Matt, where can people find more of you on the internet? Um, I'm very active on uh, various sites, uh, Earth Station Trek. Well, not sites, but Facebook groups. Earth Station Trek, ESO Network. Um, I might start commenting more on monkeying around. Uh, I might get involved in Twitter because it seems like the monkeying around is is even better on Twitter. Uh, So I may have to do some (laughs) on that as well. (laughs) And Elaine, where can people find more of you? Uh, You can find me uh, um, on Twitter at (laughs) monkeying around and um, on Facebook at our Facebook group monkeying around. Yeah. Yeah, and if, and if anyone is not on the the Twitter or our Facebook group, monkey around, it, it's, it's great. It's fun. Um, Elaine, you keep it full of good information and something fun every day. I'm always looking for stuff, and then, yeah. then I want other people to help me come find you know, yeah, post stuff. Yeah, so I, I highly, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. And how about us, Chuck? Uh, FeltDirty.com and Earth Station Trek, a podcast about Star Trek. All right, thanks for monkeying around. Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com.